You ready for this? Yeah. If is the most original and heartfelt movie in years. Magic like this comes around once in a lifetime. This Friday, experience it with your whole family. Can we do it again? If ready PG. What's going on, everybody? It's Friday, August 26th, and this is the College Football Daily. I'm your host, Nick Costco. We're going to be joined by Michael Brunts of Husker 247 in just a little bit to help us preview Nebraska's first game of the season against Northwestern all the way out in Dublin, Ireland. So a little bit of a special preview we're going to look at here today. We're going to look at the behind the scenes of the travel out to Dublin, Ireland for the Huskers, the entire football team, what they're doing out there in a foreign country, getting ready for week zero to kick off the 2022 college football season. So let's bring him in now, Michael Brunts. Michael, thanks for joining me, man. Live from Dublin Island. First of all, I need to know about your travel to get all the way out there. I mean, it must have been quite the experience to go overseas. Yeah, kind of actually an easy trip. Like you got from Omaha to Chicago to Dublin, you know, fingers crossed there were no flight issues and and everything worked out. But yeah, it's kind of crazy the number of Nebraska fans that were rolling to Dublin. Um, You know, I know they said prior to, you know, the the game week and everything, they're expecting about, you know, 12,000 Nebraska fans. I would be surprised if that's a little bit higher for how many fans are coming for this game so it's uh it'll probably feel like a home game there um but you know it's uh this game's been you know two years in the making because it got canceled twice by covid so you know it's it's been a heavy lift i think for the team to get here and pads and everything else but it's uh finally game week it feels like it's taken forever so hey you mentioned how this has been two years in the making i guess that must have really stepped that must have really excited the Husker fans. As you said, there's what, 12,000 going to Dublin Island? There's probably going to be more. And it is a Big Ten uh, a Big Ten West game, so it must really feel like a home game. Have you noticed a lot of Nebraska fandom already, even though we're still a day away from the game? Yeah. I mean, you, you see people walking around with Nebraska shirts on. You know, my flight from Chicago was probably 85% Nebraska fans going over for the game. I, I know that, you know, other other reporters who are here that were on different flights kind of had a similar experience. But yeah, it, it's, uh, you know, one of those things where you, you take a week off, you you get around the country a little bit, you get a game on Saturday. And, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of fans that were pretty interested in that. I think too, you know, they kind of had some difficulty, I think, with COVID and everything else and, and kind of the excitement with the game. But I think people are ready to travel and move around and, and go to, to to Nebraska road games again. So it'll be 12.30 Eastern, the kickoff time in Dublin, Ireland. Of course, in Dublin time, that'll be five hours ahead at 5.30 local time. So I got to ask, you know, what is the vibe of the team right now, knowing that they are traveling? This is, I mean, I'm putting the emphasis on a road game right now. And I, get, I know it's a neutral site uh, against Northwestern, but these guys are going overseas to play this football game, showing off the game of college football to an international audience. What's the vibe of the Huskers right now? knowing that they're going to be showcased as probably the primary game in week zero. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it, you know, Nebraska hasn't been to a bowl game since 2016, and th- this feels like a bowl game. Um, you know, you have the, you know, they, they practice this afternoon. Um, you know, they'll have some kind of touristy type stuff that they do uh, today. They had a, a, a team dinner last night, um, you know, downtown at, at where the mayor lives. And so you, you kind of have these, 
you know, touristy type things you're doing around the fact that, oh, you're, you're playing a season opener too. You know, talking to players today, you know, they said they're pretty tired uh, the, the first day that they've kind of gotten past that a little bit. They practiced on uh, Wednesday. Uh, we'll practice again Thursday and Friday. But, you know, it, it's, you know, the, the kind of work that goes into making sure that, you know, the, the team's able to perform at a high level. They've had conversations for, you know, going on two years now about, you know, what's the best way for guys to sleep? You know, what, what kind of meals do they have? You know, I know talking to the equipment guys at Nebraska, I mean, they had to send everything ahead um, on, on a, you know, to clear customs. So it was here when the team got here and just the headaches that that was with having to document every shirt and mouth guard and jock strap that got on that plane. You know, I, I think everybody now that they're finally here is, is able to focus on the football part of it and not just the how the heck do we get there and how tired are we going to be when we get there and those kinds of questions. I was going to say, there's a lot of off the field questions that have to be asked and asked and answered to play a game such as this overseas, you know, in terms of an international setting. You just mentioned how the equipment had to get sent ahead. Uh, you know, probably days in advance before even the team got here. I mean, is this thing more of a headache rather than like an experience or is it a little bit of both out you would say? It's both. I mean, I, I think if, you know, the, the logistics type people, the behind the scenes people were being honest, you know, it, it's it's a lot. It's a lot to make this happen. I mean, I, I know the equipment guys were, you know, the, the, a week before the game having to send everything that Nebraska was going to take to Dublin on a truck and send it to Chicago where it cleared customs in Chicago and then had to basically be waiting for it when it got to Dublin. That that's hard to do. I mean, they use these like the, these chemical cages, like they're used by farmers that transport chemicals, and they had to use eighteen of those to get to put on the plane to send everything. So I mean, it, it's you know you, you kind of had to get creative with things. You know, I, I think everybody now that they're here is excited for the experience, but just making sure that all the the, the T's were crossed and the eyes eyes were dotted. I mean, it, it was it was uh, it took a lot of work. So and, and it's you know it's funny too. I mean. Nebraska added 15 guys out of the transfer portal in the spring. I mean, one of the first questions they probably had to get answered once they committed was, you know, what's your passport situation? Because, you know, that that, that was another thing that I know was kind of a headache was just making sure that all of that stuff was taken care of ahead of time, which you had, you had to be on the ball. I mean, if, if a guy doesn't have a passport by, by June, he, he's probably not making the trip. Wow, that's absolutely insane. So let's try to eliminate the headache part portion of this conversation off to the side now. So overall, would you say this is more of a now the enjoyment, now, now the enjoyment part of it. So you mentioned the experiences and the team activities. And you know, so what, what is the team doing to really encapsulate themselves in Ireland? I mean, who knows? There's probably a handful of Irish players on the team as well. So maybe they're seeing their heritage. I mean, are these guys just getting the full traveler, I want to say tourist experience in Dublin before they have to focus on football again for the weekend? Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, yesterday they went to a, they went to a prison here in Dublin um, that was pretty famous. I know they're going to go tour one of the cathedrals here um, at after today's practice. So yeah, they're getting the, the full experience. I mean, they're, you know, staying at a hotel that's, you know, it's it's a golf resort a little bit outside of town that looks like, you know, pristine yards. I, I wish my yard looked like that. But, you know, that that's just kind of the, the other parts of it, too. And it's funny. I mean, you know, you, you got to kind of get everybody focused. And, you know, this is a huge game for Nebraska, given all the changes they've had in the offseason and, you know, just needing to get this year off on a good start. So it, it's kind of this balance of, you know, being a tourist while you're here, because, you know, a lot of these guys have never you know left the country before balanced with the reality of, okay, you, you got to go out and, and, you know, win a football game at the end of this week. It's not just a, not just a joy trip. You mentioned the balance of team chemistry. Do you think this is actually one of these trips and one of these games to start off the regular season that could actually get Nebraska off on the right foot? Because you mentioned now they, they need that camaraderie coming 
coming off of last year's three and nine campaign, and there there is a lot of pressure on the on the program as a whole. Yeah, no, I, I think it could, and and you know they they've brought in over thirty new guys, new scholarship guys uh, on the roster with you know the, the freshmen and JUCOs that enrolled. So there probably is a, a good amount of you know getting to know you that you know wouldn't happen if you weren't on a trip like this. So I, I think that's you know probably a benefit of it is you know you you got to figure out who your guys are and and also you know figure out what they're made of and you know a good way to do that is to to go to a new place a place where a lot of these, a lot of guys haven't been before and you know the the players today just talked about you know how it is kind of nice to have that little bit of downtime and kind of be tourists a little bit i guess before uh before having to worry about saturday's game so we'll get into more of the game aspect in just a second we'll take a quick break keep it locked here this is the college football daily on 24 7 sports so looking at the actual game factors, Michael, it's interesting because there is a bit of a time jump. And again, that's why you travel to a place like this much earlier in the week than you would normally would for a standard road game over here in the States. So at five hour time jump, I get it, it's more than you're going to get on the continent of the United States. So how have the players been able to adjust? I mean, again, we mentioned all the headaches. We mentioned all the uh, joys of the trip as well. But how are they adjusted to this time adjustment now going five hours ahead yeah, they're, I mean, they're actually six hours ahead of Lincoln. So um, they, they, you know, got here on Tuesday, Tuesday morning. Um, and and the, the approach is basically you, you got to stay up, no, no sleeping on Tuesday. So what Nebraska did was they got here, you know, went over to the stadium, kind of went through a, a light workout, kept them up. Uh, and you try and get you get a good night's sleep on Tuesday night and, and kind of roll with things on Wednesday. I know the coaches said today that, you know, Nebraska's players seem to kind of find their legs a little bit more as, as practice went along. Mark Whipple, the offensive coordinator, said the quarterbacks told him that they'd never been this tired before. So, I mean, that, that's why you go early in the week is to kind of get all that out of your system and, and get accustomed to things. But, um, you know, Nebraska has a performance laboratory uh, in Memorial Stadium that handles things for sport, various sports, and certainly they're plugged in to football, but the the time change and the fatigue and that kind of a thing was something that, you know, I, I know they spent a lot of time talking about before they went on the trip. And, you know, Scott Frost has connections in the NFL. He said he'd had conversations uh, with coaches in the NFL who had gone over and played in London and kind of what worked and what didn't and various approaches. So, you know, now that we're kind of getting later in the week, I, I think guys are, are more accustomed to things, but I think there was definitely a, a 24-hour adjustment period for, for getting used to time change and fatigue and all that other stuff. Is there anything that you're able to share that Scott Frost detailed about some of those adjustments, I mean, that it may be stuff that he has talked about with those NFL coaches about what works and doesn't work. He didn't really get into into big specifics. I mean, I think they were really concerned about that first day that they arrived and kind of how to how to approach that because I, I think you know when you're you're tired you want to go to sleep and and everything else but you kind of have to just power through and you know that that's why they did the workout that they did uh, on Tuesday it was to make sure that that guys were uh, accustomed and, and not kind of taking a day off in the middle of the the week I mean it, it's hard to do but you kind of almost have to make it as normal of a, a game week as you possibly can and you know Tuesday is generally a pretty heavy practice for Nebraska when when they're a normal game prep but that that was one thing that I know that they were really really making sure that they did was they wanted to get them to Dublin, get a workout in and, and just kind of try to get that that clock and acclimation going as quick as quick as quickly as they could. Do you think you can get a grand takeaway from this game when it's all said and done because it's out in Dublin or do you have to kind of push it off to the side and take it with a grain of salt because again compared to the NFL, they're professionals, they do it every year at this point. College football, this is a rare occasion where you're gonna go over to a place like London or a place like Dublin Island again 
against Northwestern this weekend. So can you circle back to this game maybe in a couple of weeks and say, all right, this was actually a telltale sign of how the season was going, or this whole game is almost like a one-off. It just happens to count in 2022. Yeah, no, it's hard. And, and you know, with what's ahead for Nebraska this year, I mean, you, you can't discount it. You know, that this is a, a season that has to get off to a strong start with the way their schedule is and the way it's backloaded. So I, I think that there are going to be first game is always a challenge for coaches anyways. For this Nebraska team, you have, you know, basically an entire new offensive coaching staff. You have a different play caller on offense. You have a new starting quarterback. You have 15 new transfers. There's so many new things anyways. And then you're throwing into the mix. Oh, by the way, you have to fly to Dublin to play a conference game right out of the gates. So I I think you're going to be able to take some things. You know, Northwestern's having to kind of do the same thing, uh, you know, with with the travel and whatnot. So I don't think the travel can can be an excuse, but I, I do think that there are you know things that could happen in an opener that, that might just be kind of uh, exacerbated a little bit by the fact that you're doing it at another continent. So you know I, I think Nebraska Nebraska's players understand the gravity of this game and, and getting their season off to a good start. They had the same same type of thing last year in Week Zero with Illinois, and you know it, it's. You know, Nebraska's offense, according to Mark Whipple, put it pretty well today. He said, you know, we need to to get through that first quarter and not have given the game away. Like that that's kind of the, the plan right out of the gate. So, you know, I think you'll be able to to see some things in this game that that are, you know, maybe telling for for what direction this team's gonna go, and especially the offense, because it's gonna be completely new look. Wackiness and the Big Ten. It kind of just goes together each and every season. Michael Brunt's with me from Husker 24-7. One more for you, and we could wrap this up right here. Your pick for this game, how do you see this going by the end of the day, Saturday, against Northwestern? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, the, I, I know some lines are out there of 12, 13 points, um, and that just seems like a lot of a lot of points. And, you know, this is a these two teams played last year. It was Nebraska's best game of the year. It was the one game where they just really took it to an opponent. I think Nebraska comes out with a win. I think it's going to be a close game. I mean, I, I for, for everything we've talked about, I, I think that kind of lends itself to being a, a four-quarter uh, type game. So um, I, I would say probably Nebraska by 7 to 10, just based on, you know, what they have now. And, and it's you know, there's going to be a lot of new stuff for you know reporters that cover the team because we haven't seen a lot of this this team this fall. So, but I I, I think Nebraska has the athletes in the right places to be able to, to give Northwestern some issues. Nebraska, Northwestern, and Dublin Island, twelve thirty Eastern, five thirty local time over in Dublin on Saturday. Week zero opener, Big Ten opener for the Huskers and Scott Frost and company. Michael Bruns, thank you very much for joining me on today's show. Where can everybody find you on social media? I'm on Twitter at Michael Bruns. I'll be uh, tweeting. All all week from Dublin and uh, of course Husker 24-7 for all the Nebraska coverage that you could possibly ever want. Best Nebraska coverage around for sure. Michael Bruns with me on the College Football Daily. We're going to see how it goes for Scott Frost and everybody else against the Northwestern Wildcats. Sure to be an exciting way to begin the 2022 college football season. That's going to do it for us. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to the show on YouTube on our 24-7 Sports YouTube page. And of course, like, share, and download wherever you get your podcast. If you are listening, I am Nick Costco saying so long. Once again, this has been the College Football Daily right here on 24-7 Sports.